When there's no time. Nature for self-care. There are countless studies that definitely prove it's good for us to spend time outside. Being in nature lowers stress, promotes happiness and improves productivity. In this episode we chat to self-proclaimed nature geek and sunset chaser Sam Curtis. Welcome back everyone to Self ish the podcast about finding time when there just is no time amy have you had any time this week come on be honest um i'm forcing myself to have time this week last week i fell into a very old trap that i haven't fallen into in a while i think i was getting a little bit excited um there were a few work things that were a little bit because you've been out in the free wide world again too excited. But do you know what it is? It's because I've got bloody football six days a week again. And all of a sudden now I don't have an evening where I have an early tea and I sit in the hot tub. Now I'm herring up and down the A46 watching people play football. Um, well, actually, I don't watch. I go to the shop or sit in my car and read. But, um, you know. um, but yeah, I had a bit of a tricky old week last week. I did too much. I was snappy. I was overwhelmed. I was just generally a very grumpy person and I sat down yesterday and reflected why I was being so I had a lovely morning done some football done a few bits and I sat down and I was like why am I so grumpy and it's because I realized I hadn't really had any time um just to regroup and reset so basically um, you've not been listening to the advice that you've been giving out on the podcast for the no, last it's, it's very good episodes? that I listened to I think I listened to two episodes of our podcast last week when ones you'd sent me before I upload them and yeah I agreed with everything that we said <laughs> I just <laughs> I just didn't do it but it's fine because I went for a run this morning and it wasn't a training run it was just a pelt up and down the riverbank and listen to podcasts that make me laugh run and then I came home and wrote a list including time to meet my friend for a walk and just sit and I feel a little bit more zen the only thing is I need to make sure that I do actually do my list and not waste a load of time googling how to run faster (laughs) and trainers and leopard print trainers but it'll be fine how about you how's your week I've rediscovered Rice Krispie Cakes and now feel like Supermum because I'm making them daily. I say Supermum, I'm obviously plying them full of sugar. But the way I see it is that the cereal is quite healthy. Rice Krispies cereal. It's rice, isn't it? It's carb loading. And you can make them in like five seconds, can't you, basically? Easiest, bit of melted chocolate, Rice Krispies, put them in the fridge. Voila. So yes, my that's my self-care this week, rediscovering rice. I've never made rice crispy cakes. What? Never made them. What? Let's ask Sam. We've got an amazing guest today, Sam. Sam, do you love a rice crispy cake? Uh, I'm a fan of um Mars bar rice crispy cakes. You know what? the ones where you what melt you what melt the Mars it? bar mm. and what make it this. Way. Oh, my yeah. sister makes them, they're oh, level. Okay. Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be that's my new one now. So you, what you just put it in the microwave, melt the Mars bar, and just carry on as per normal with the recipe. But it's a, it's the toffee bit 
of the Mars bar that makes them super, super gooey. Wow. Mm, yeah, that would that would be my advice. You need to level up on your on your Rice Krispie cake. I need, I do need to. <laughs> do you feel <laughs> inferior now, Faye? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so do you think to... we could do Snickers ones? Do you think there could be like Ooh. Snickers Rice Krispie cakes and no, you could be those and chocolate orange Terry's ones and oh, chocolate orange ones. Sam. I'm setting you a task. You know, that's what not what is meant to happen when you come on this podcast, <laughs> come away with more work. But I want you to go away and level up the Rice Krispie Cakes. Oh, I, I can do that. I've got loads of Easter egg combinations left over from, um, obviously, Easter. We've got all sorts of chocolate sitting behind me on the fridge. You can't see it on the podcast. I know. Yeah, I was say, how is it? How are they still there? It's all sorts. We are in May. What's going on? Did you hide them? <laughs> no, they're in plain view. Um, but you have to sort of stand on a chair, obviously, to get them down. And I just think the kids have forgotten they're up there. So, um, yeah, uh, they'll still be there in September. I'll be making Rice Krispie Cakes in they September. They won't be if I come round for a coffee. <laughs> you'll be like, right, where's the Terry's Orange um, Rice Krispie Cake? <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be boiling the kettle and I'll have dragged a chair across. <laughs> yeah, you're more than welcome, Amy. You can raid my Easter egg hall um, anytime. Sam, Sam, you you are a self-declared nature geek and sunset chaser. Can you explain oh. to everyone who's listening your found your newfound was a newfound passion of nature and how it's making you feel better? Yeah, well, I, I think I was one of those kids that would rescue worms from puddles and you know sit and look at ants carrying dead ants out of the nest. That kind of thing. Always have had that nature geekiness about me Um, and I think lockdown really like a lot of people you know we we were out walking more um, there was less to do less places to go Um, and I think I've looked at my Instagram account over the last sort of 15 months and it's gone from me out having a gin and tonic with my friends or shopping or you know on holiday all those kinds of things all that activity stopped and I can now see my Instagram account is full of sunsets leaves trees (laughs) butterflies ladybirds you know and it's it's just given me the chance to slow it right down um and I found a lot of solace in in that in in getting out in nature and noticing I mean we've had an entire year of noticing the seasons change the sunsets I mean I'm kind of becoming a bit known for my sunset pictures now I know Um, I'm scrolling through at the minute (laughs) looking and if anybody wants to have a look um it's Samantha one I'm not saying that like Samantha no it's a silly it's a silly Instagram name but yeah that's (laughs) how yeah I mean there's some incredible sunsets they're beautiful absolutely can see why you're a sunset chaser so so what does it give you does it give you that me time do you go out with your kids because you're a mum, aren't you yeah I've got a teenager do you go out on your own or a bit of a mix of the both bit of both um I think I I actually think it's really important for children to appreciate nature Mm -hmm. and especially the big kid you know phone um scrolling all of that so I just think it puts you at almost an instant ease if you put down the gadgets and you've got whatever the weather as well the wind on your face um the sun on your face is obviously much more preferable um 
and just even just walking through long grass, all of those sensations make you almost instantly grounded um, because that's all you're focusing on. Um, so for me, I do take the kids out with me. I mean, it's got increasingly harder, you know, <laughs> for most people. <laughs> Let's go for a walk, kids. And at the start, they're all like, yay, walking. And now they're like, oh, for God's sake. You know. <laughs> um, but um, the little one, my little boy, he still comes, he'll still happily come for walks. Um, the big one drags the heels a bit more, but, you know, she's back at school and back in, in more of the swing of things now. Um, but And I do go on my own. I do feel it's important uh, to go for those walks. Um, and I used to put my headphones in and listen to music. Um, I tend not to do that so much anymore. I now just listen for the sounds that are actually there in nature, which sounds really geeky, doesn't it? But if you really just take your time to listen, there is so much going on. There's birds, there's bees, there's, you know, just reeds rustling yeah and it I'm just... glad you said that because we were up uh we were up, our local forest is called the chase and it's amazing and we just stood in the middle of the woodlands and I said to the kids like just stop for a minute tell me all the things you can hear and I think in, in like a busy busy world that we live in and everything's very busy isn't it and you're hit, rushing here there and everywhere well we are now aren't we now we're all mm. back to kind of almost normal and, you know, they were really amazed at all the different sounds you can hear and the different types of birds as well, you know. Yeah. And I Apparently think... bird song's huge. Yeah, you're absolutely it's, right. To get connected to that is important. Yeah. I think that's um, really interesting. One of the things that I've realised about myself is that um, I physically can't walk on my own without entertainment. Um and it's something I am trying to rectify. So when we walk with the boys um, and we have enforced walks all the way through the last however long we've all been locked down and they've actually been, I'm actually relatively surprised how well they've taken it, usually because I have food in my bag, but um, they've taken it quite well. But um, when I'm on my own, I've all, I don't know if it came from when I had babies and I was always had a baby to talk to and a pushing a pram and then I had a toddler to talk to and then a husband who taught I talked at and things <laughs> like that and then it comes to me and I realized during lockdown I'd walked like the co-op when you could only have one of you I'd walk and get a few extra bits because you know they only allowed you to take one bottle of wine or something so I was going back every day um, and I'd take my bag and I'd realized that I had to physically put my headphones in and find something to listen to. And I find that quite disappointing because I, but I think it's a casualty of the world we're in. So did you, when did you stop? Because you said you used to listen to your headphones and you very rarely do. When did you stop? Was it when things slowed down and you were able to relax slightly more or was it before then? I, I think during the first lockdown, I needed, I needed my guide. I needed things in my ears to make yeah. me still feel connected to perhaps my old life I don't know mm. but now I'm a, I think my my patience has grown and my appreciation of nature so now I I would say probably the last six or seven months where I've really really sort of slowed right down and it almost have embraced this geekiness part of me about with nature because before I think if you start talking to people about you love nature, you kind of are like, oh, my God, that's really strange. Aren't you into films and, you know, 
things like that. And I do still love all of those things, but I think I've just grown into the person I perhaps was always was, but it was masked a bit by all this busy life. Um, do you think you, think you think you hid sorry. it a little bit as well? Do you think you hid yourself because, like you say, I know you kind of you, you call yourself an nature geek, but that kind of is, I mean, I think that's quite a positive thing to be a bit of a geek now. But like back in the day, like when I was a kid, to be a geek was not cool. So do you Absolutely. think you kind of you may have hidden that for years because you thought it's not cool? It's not cool yeah. to love nature. It's not cool to love insects. But you know, it is. It is cool. Yeah. I think that's a real shame because yeah. yeah, I've never definitely. considered it like that. I, I've got um, a sister who anyone will see on my um, social media. We look like peas in a pod, but she's 10 years older. And we grew up in the middle of nowhere. And then when we obviously moved out, I moved to Townie. I instantly moved town. I wanted to be able to walk to a shop. She lives in the middle of nowhere. She can stand. She's amazing to go for a walk with Sam. You'd love her. She stands there and she goes, <laughs> I can smell fox. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> she does that. And then she also does the most amazing impressions of various birds. So um, the, the introduction to my nephew's 21-year-old girlfriend, the first time she ever met her, her boyfriend's mum was her doing a shoveler duck impression well, that's amazing <laughs> and the thing is it is hilarious and we, we but do you know what I look at it so fondly and I really respect it because I I used to look at birds and have bird books and I'm I'm annoying in that I go to animals I talk to animals you know I'll I'll say hi oh, yes if it, you know this morning on my run a squirrel was running I was like oh are you coming with me and then the cyclist comes past and is looking at me like I'm a freak but um so I don't think it's nerdy but do you think people do I think it's becoming, I know it sounds strange, but I think um, it's becoming a little bit more acceptable to say that you go bird watching, for example, because I know there's a massive growth in people doing that. You know, they they want the books, they want the binoculars, and they want to be able to identify the birds they can see, A, around them, B, in their gardens. And I think the um, the garden watch, the bird, RSPB do a bird watch, don't they, every year? You yeah, can we do that. In your garden. This was the biggest year ever, apparently. So many people took part. So that just goes mm. to show. I mean, we were in lockdown at that point, weren't we? But um, I just think the fact that people wanted to take part in it speaks volumes. Um, but, yeah, I think I, I think you have to find your tribe a little bit, which I hate to say that because nobody really wants to be pigeonholed. But it's, it is lovely to connect with somebody when you talk to some, like I've got a friend who we go for walks with our dogs and she's super cool. And, um, and I, I love her to bits, but she's just so much cooler than me. Um, and she said to me, we were walking along, she said, oh, look, buzzard. I was like, oh, yes. And she said, oh, I'm such an H geek, Sam. And we'd never spoken to each other about it. Um, so I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah. And do you know what? If you carry on walking down here, this is where the kingfisher lives. You know, and we had a real sort of connection about this love of nature that we'd never even really spoken about because I thought she was too cool to care about that sort of stuff. And it had just never come up in conversation. So it's a little bit like, um, it's like letting your guard down, I think, if you admit that you, I mean, I could get really geeky about nature with the right company. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I love that though. It's like, what's really geeky? What's oh, really I don't geeky? know. Just, just, just watching woodlouse for you know 
go about the, the day for half an hour. I mean, who does that? Um, or, you know, just just being able to say, well, that's a robin's egg, not a blackbird's egg. So, you know, things like that. It's People almost don't want to um, hear it because you do sound a bit, oh, I don't know. No, I, I think it. I think I love it's it. Wonderful, I do too. I mean, like one thing that was really important for me as a parent was to teach my kids the names of all the trees, you know, around where we were, so they could identify them from the leaves, and so that they knew all the birds or you know the basic birds. And that's because my granddad and my mom are all into you know nature too, and always teach me that. But my husband, he doesn't know the names of the different trees. He couldn't tell you. He just says a tree's a tree. You know, mm. if there's a bird that comes into the bird feeder in the garden, you know, we've got all the bird feeder hanging, we've got the bird bath, and they'll say, oh, look, what's that one? <laughs> We've been together for 20 years, I've been telling you the names of these birds, you need to learn them. But the kids will know them and they will tell their dad, oh, you know, that's, yeah. you know, a blue yeah. tit, that's a sparrow, that's a robin. And, they're, you know, only the basics, but I just think that is... To me, I think that's as important as learning your numbers and your shapes when when you're when you're yeah. very little preschool, and it's such an easy thing to do with your kids. And you know, when you're going for a walk, to say, "Oh, did you know this is a you know sycamore tree, and this is yeah. a you know," and talking about it's the a connection, isn't thing. it? Yeah, but I, I think, think it's yeah. Oh, we've um, I think we've only lived this busy modern life for what the last five generations. So, the humans that we are today isn't really the humans that we were even a hundred years ago we lived a lot we lived a lot more in sync with the seasons um and we paid more attention to things because you know we were probably growing our own food um not everybody lived off the land but you know what I mean there was a lot more attention paid to right I need even housewives I need to get my washing in look at that enormous black cloud that's four miles away just little stuff like that and I think yeah. it's all oh, it's just all down to that connection and I think it's very easily lost in this busy life that we've got. Do you also think it's perhaps easy to just not bother because you can instead of looking for the cloud you can check your phone or ask Alexa um, yeah. that um, we, we are we, we can just I was just thinking that I looked out the window and I'm looking at the rain now and I didn't know it was going to rain because I hadn't bothered to think about it. And if I was leaving the house, I'd have checked my phone. Yeah. My little boy yesterday said to me, I said, oh, we're going to go out for a walk. He said, no, we can't go yet, Mummy, because um, on Google, it says it's going to rain in half an hour. And I was like, what? How how are you even? He had my phone and he checked to see when the weather was going to happen, as it were. So we didn't go then. We waited half an hour. We went out after the shower. Now, who lives like that? Yeah, Not me, but the kids do. You know, you say about growing things. I think there was a massive rise in people growing their own, weren't there, over lockdown, Mm. growing vegetables. I think I grew a three beetroot did quite well wow <laughs> yeah. that's some, good. some tomatoes yeah the rest of the harvest didn't go so well but this year <laughs> got myself a proper box and I'm gonna yeah I'm going I'm going up a notch going to uh, attempt some rhubarb but that's mm-hmm. 
that's you know you you saying about the growing thing and it's really interesting because then you do have to start researching don't you when do you need to plant them what part of the garden do they need to be what kind of season they need to be in when do you need to harvest them and again going back to kind of kids that's a really great thing to teach kids to do isn't it a bit of bit of veggies a bit of veggie plotting do you you think that lockdown has done everyone good in that respect do you think a lot of people are kind of appreciating uh nature and the normal things in life and kind of coming away a little bit from tech I, I think so I think um I mean obviously it's been so hard for so many people and we've tried to seek solace in the things that are around us um and I, and I think people have enjoyed nurturing things, even if it's been a pot of sunflowers, you know, and seeing how tall they grow. Um, and there's something sort of, um, it's a bit like one of those bath bombs that you put in the bath and it turns different colours. Putting a, a little sunflower seed in a pot of compost and then three months later, it's 10 foot tall. Magical about that, really. So I do think it's important just to... Um, just to connect um and it's it's an alternative to a gadget isn't it it's it and I think the gadgets are nearly always going to win unfortunately um for the the younger generation um but if they've at least got something that they can say do you know what I am going to turn this off and I'm just going to go outside and sit in around fire pit and toast some marshmallows because anything outside for me where there's the sounds of nature is infinitely better than a tv or an xbox or just gazing into your phone and i do it Mm. i'm you know i'm a phone gazer um but i'm conscious that i lived a life before phones were so huge um i think that's a really important point because i i was thinking as a child of the 80s um i grew up look playing in the garden and making dens and you know scraped knees and dirty fingers and I used to catch frogs and put them in my paddling pool and you know things like that and I mean I still that still has rubbed off on me you know the excitement I get when there's a we have a toad that comes back most years the excitement when Terry comes back and I get to give him a little cuddle all my family are just like you weirdo whereas I but that's because I remember the sheer joy of just running around carefree over the six weeks summer holidays when for some reason the, the summer holidays were hot in the 80s <laughs> it never um, rained did it back, no. back then never so, six so weeks of sun it was brilliant oh it was all forward rolls in the, the paddling pool and everything then um and I think like you say because our lives are so busy and they've definitely got busier I think over the last 10 years 12 years when smartphones became around and all of a sudden 24-hour connections available and whilst that is brilliant and I can't say how grateful I have been for it at times I also think it's it's the detriment of people it goes back to that thing where kids need to be bored Mm. you need to be bored to and probably that's why we talk about how everyone started to take solace in in over lockdown because people were bored you know there was only so much you could do I would and at the end of the day if you asked me what would you rather do would you rather go and dig a vegetable patch or paint a fence with the sun on your face or would you rather go on a zoom quiz with I love my in-laws but 
the 45 minutes it took just to get started, <laughs> may, you know, when we've all experienced <laughs> not so technically minded elderly relative, I would be out there painting that fence or digging that vegetable garden in a shot. And I think a lot of people would. So maybe the frustrations of technology have, I'd like to think it's sunk in a little bit and people will continue to walk and enjoy the air on their face. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things that's very easily accessible as well, isn't it? Um, yes. It's, I mean, we haven't all got gardens, you know, I appreciate that. But um, I think even if you have three or four houseplants, I dread to say it, I'm not the best at looking after houseplants, but I can do cacti. They <laughs> seem to, they thrive. Um, but, you know, even if you just nurture something that's not a child or your husband or, you know, or a pet, something green seems to um, just give another dimension to your life, maybe. And yeah. it is a kind of mindfulness, I think. We're all, we're all told to be more mindful, aren't we? Um, and to, gra- to be grounded. And I think it is a way to ground yourself if you just stop and listen and pay attention to something other than whatever's bothering you. Um, I can feel much better having spent half an hour on a bit of a tromp around the riverbank. If something's bothering me, I can come back and it's cleared my head and I can focus on it again. And um, yeah, so when you talk about being selfish and taking me time, I think that's that's what I would do um, when things are bothering me. I do tend to go off on a very, very long walk. <laughs> it can <laughs> just not, not tell anybody where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> it does just change your mindset, though, doesn't it? Like for anybody listening who's thinking, oh, God, I don't want to go for a big, long walk. You don't mm. have to go on a massive trek, do you? It can be just something like Amy. And one thing Amy says is just go and stand outside with your cup of tea and just listen to the birds and feel the yeah. sun on your face or just the just the fresh air you know even if it's winter time you know to take that deep breath of cold crisp air can just be enough to kind of put you in a better mindset mm. yeah definitely definitely I think it can just re- reset your channel can't it you know yeah. you, if you're very busy and very hectic in, in your head and I think a lot of us are at the moment it seems to be as things are opening back up I don't know about you guys, but my diary is starting to look busy again. And yeah, I, I, it hasn't been busy for a year. No. Nothing blank, apart from the yeah. odd birthday it's al- or almost something. almost overwhelming, isn't it? It's almost like I'm happy and I'm excited to see people, but also quite enjoyed having that slower mm. pace you know I'm not yeah. like not seeing anybody because I, I really like people you know <laughs> but, um that slower pace I did quite like it it's picking up a lot already we're back to football karate taxi service you know what I mean it's mm. uh I, I'm I didn't miss that but yeah so that's you know I think this podcast is kind of kind of more important now than it was during lockdown because people did have time for themselves so I think, you know, it's great talking to you today, especially because this is something people can do because, you know, you want something that's available for everybody, but for every budget, you know, you don't need to spend a fortune and go for a weekend in a spa. That's not what we're about. No. So talking to you and, and listening to your thoughts and how nature makes you feel and the things that you can encourage people to do is great. 
Oh, thank you. Well, I, I just think it's something that, um, it, like you say, it's very accessible. It doesn't have to be, um, like you say, a great long trek. It can just be something that you think, you know what, I'm just going to take 10 minutes, listen to that bird song, um, which is quite a lot of, even in the evenings now, which is lovely. Uh, and it can just help, just take the pressure off just a little bit. Um, surprising how much 10 minutes can give you back um definitely definitely works for me anyway and I'm not saying it's for everybody because it's definitely not and some people be much happier thrashing out a game on their xbox or something but you know that that's their bag um but it is worth a try I think when you're feeling overwhelmed it's because we are human beings we are part of the whole natural world and I think we forget that sometimes we feel aloof from it and I think all you've got to do is take your shoes and your socks off and step onto your grass and think, do you know what, that feels nice. Um, wet grass. It does. I don't know. It works for me. <laughs> <laughs> now you see, I told you, the geek's coming out. No, I love Eventually it. Eventually it's going to come out. It has been amazing talking to you. And I could talk about this all day. Where can people find you to look at your amazing pictures? Because I'm looking at them now. And the, and you know what? That just makes me want to go for a walk. And I am going to go for a walk with the dogs in a minute. It made <laughs> me want to get back to nature and to listen to the birds. And the sun, we're in the Midlands. I'm in the I Midlands. Know. I'm a bit lower it's down out. than you guys, I think. But it, the sun is here. It's just, it's almost like someone said, yeah, come on, you can go for a walk now. Where can people well, find you to see your beautiful pictures? If they want to find me on Instagram, I've got this ludicrous name. It's Samantha1, which is double M-A-N-F-A. Or I've got another little account on the go, which is called The Nature Kin, um, which is obviously a lot more focused on nature. Um, so either of those, you can find me and I'll be there with my geeky, um, get my geek on over nature. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, thank Sam. Thank you. Thank you. If you enjoyed listening, don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on social media at Selfish Podcast UK.